Salutations, greetings, and good evening, gentlemen. To you Hello. as well, sir. What's Hello. going on? What is going on? Not much. Not much. All right. Hanging out here, living the life here out in Eldersburg. What's going on on the West Coast, Greg? Oh, man. Lots of stuff happening, actually. Last last weekend was, uh, well, I'll get to it later, but we had the NAM convention, but also Coachella. Oh, that's right. So both of these things were happening, neither of them in LA proper, but one of them in Anaheim, which is like 40 minutes south. Mm Mm-hmm. So that was the damn convention in Anaheim. Right. And uh, Coachella is in Indio, California, which is about two hours east of L.A., a little bit north, I want to say. Out in the desert. Um, out in the desert, yeah. So anyway, uh, I did not go to Coachella, but I did go to Nam, and I'll tell you guys about that a little later on. Oh, cool. Excellent. Cool. Excellent. Yeah. Love a good Nam report. Nick Klein, what's going on out in H-Town? Actually, funny story. So the youngest one, Charlie. <laughs> He's been yeah. doing this after-school soccer thing. Goes to his game Saturday, and the traveling coach sees him, pulls him, and it's like, hey, he should play with us. And so he went to a game later that day, and I think he had like two goals and three assists this weekend. Oh, Whoa. snap! Oh, man! So he feels like, yeah. Oh, Charlie! Woo! Good news for Charlie. Charlie, Charlie, I'm sorry, Charlie. one goal, three assists. One goal, three assists. Yeah. And, oh, well, never mind. And it's my mama's <laughs> birthday, so... No. Hey, happy birthday, yeah. Mrs. Klein. So that's, that's, that was, that's, that's today and the weekend and all that fun stuff. It was a good Excellent. weekend. That's, that's big news. My son had a goal in his game on Saturday, too, or on Sunday, nice. too. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. After go. that, he reverted to um, basically like doing like little pinwheels on the, on the field. Right, right. Um, but a certain and pretending time, to play golf. Pretending a, to play golf pretty much. Uh, he's five. Right. I think at five. I mean, there's a part of any five-year-old soccer game where... It's like hunt for dandelions, right? Yes. Right. Yes. yes. Or like, yeah. guys, look a plane. Jackson used to pretend to be a dragon. Right. right. Sure. <laughs> and sure. for some reason, that. like, and and quickly figure out how to annoy like the biggest kid on the other team. And I just be like, yeah, hey, Jackson, you know, <laughs> that turned out to be my secret in high school was just get into the best player's head and then mess with him yes, the whole sir. time. I was really good at that. Yeah. Yes, sir. Absolutely. You really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's funny that that stuff sticks Kids with me. Kids still though, like apparently. having nightmares. <laughs> I'm the same way, Nick. But apparently, that stuff dies hard because you know I'm the coach of Ben's soccer team, and right. we split off and we did our we did our game. And there's this other little child, this little fetch on the oh other boy. team. Garaputo. Garaputo. <laughs> Now, his name's Max. He's bigger than all the other kids, and he's better. He's yeah. definitely better. Like he's he's seen a soccer ball before uh-huh. and like he's kicked mm. it yeah and he knows to kick it in the goal and that he gets adulations if he kicks it in the goal so sure. he's just he's just whipping up on everybody just on our team through. and we take a water break we come back on and this kid max comes up to me as the coach and he goes i'm too good for everybody else on this field uh, <laughs> and i'm man. like oh really and i say at the top of my lungs in front of all the parents and all the kids hey everybody Max says he's too good to play against all the other kids on this team. And I go around to my team, the Blue Dragons, like, what do you guys think of that? And they're like, no! Let's get them, guys! Let's throw the ball back in. Then Max proceeds to 
score five more goals. Sure. Right, right, right. <laughs> I like to think I got under his skin. Did you get his, like, did you, did he sign anything for you? When, yeah. 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 He, signed he, you his, yeah. he signed you his, he signed you his hand, he handed you his signed jersey as he walked off the exactly. field. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just Here you throws go, buddy. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this one. He's got an orange in his mouth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it was a good, good weekend. Stuff. It was good. a good weekend here. Let's get him on the pod. All right. Yeah, okay, we should. And ladies and gentlemen, Max. Here anytime soon. <laughs> so, Max. <laughs> Is that even your real name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you must have fun beating up on a bunch of five-year-olds. Is How that, old are you? Is that How entertaining are you, Max? for you? Five. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you I, you scored most of the goals the other day. Did you eat most of the pizza after the oh. uh, <laughs> the party? <laughs> it sure looks like it. No. This is all right. It shouldn't bully so, children though. No, no, no. It's a, it's a hypothetical. Well, the whole reason is that he was bullying all the other. It just it was because he's a size. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and exactly. for the record, his name's not Max. A little bit of talent. Yeah, one of these days he's anyway. gonna get too close to the truck. <laughs> Yes, that's right. You're tuned into our weekly music podcast, uh-huh. where we talk about kids that annoy us. Oh boy! Um, but we have an awesome show. What do you say we get into it, boys? Let's, let's, let's do this. Let's, hey, do this. let's take it to the max. <laughs> yes, that's right. You are tuned into. You should check it out. Living our lives through our children since 20, well, way back. Nick, yeah. when was your first kid born? 2010. 2010. Since 2010, mm-hmm. we've been wow. living surreptitiously yeah. through our children. Mm-hmm. Mine was 2015. Mm-hmm. Love it. <laughs> Happy to be here with you Indeed. on this beautiful Thursday. I uh, hope all is well in your corner of the world. Uh, this is episode 193. Yes, it is. Coming at you on a beautiful Thursday. And my name is Jay. I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. And we have an awesome show for you tonight, or today, or this morning, or this afternoon, whenever, whenever it finds twist. you. Yeah. Whenever it finds you, exactly. Nick is going to be kicking things off with a fun little game. It's that time of year, guys. Re- it's that time That's of year. exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, Greg's going to be following up with his adventures in Nam. Yep. Well, mm-hmm. Anaheim. Anaheim. At the Nam. Stories right. from Nam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm going to be there. wrapping things up, uh, giving a little tribute to another recently departed jazz brethren i feel like we're doing this a little bit too often it really is happening a lot but there's so many but and and we're lucky to be living in the time where we got to experience all these great musicians indeed but they're still there turns out they're still making them can i can i kick off with a song yeah oh i got a segue i I love it i got a young buck uh this is julius rodriguez uh he goes by orange julius he's been around for I think he. I think his first album was 2019. He's now 24. Wow! Um, All right, drummer okay. and piano player. Um, he's played with a lot. He's played with a lot of like popular like hip hop acts. Um, so definitely doing that crossover thing, uh, which is which is great. Um, this song is from his album that actually came out last year. He just dropped the new track, but it's a, it's a little slow. So I thought I'd play the first track off of his uh, debut album. Uh, this song is called "Blues at the Barn." Mm-hmm. Blues at the barn. 
Ooh. tough. Yeah. I yeah. like that. There's another. I like that effect at the beginning. Yeah. Where it yeah. sounds like That's it's neat. like an old recording. Mm-hmm. And right. And kind of like and, uh, twist it in. Um, there's, there's some other, there's another track on the album, uh, that's where it's just him and a sax player. He's playing drums on that one though, uh, called two way street, which is also fantastic. Um, it's a, it's a cool album. So another, uh, yeah, new young talent to, to give us some beautiful jazz music for the next, you know, hopefully 60, 70 years to come. The young lions. Indeed. Indeed. But my topic for today. Yes. Yes. Which, which, uh, which. Greg alluded to it is it is in fact Coachella season, gentlemen. <laughs> ah, right. and um, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Thank you. I, as the organizer, I appreciate that applause. Um, right. The, the which honestly, immediately I went to went to uh, Pitchfork over the weekend. I was like, what am I going to talk about? Oh, Coachella. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, for whatever reason, that's already sunk in my head as uh, automatically meaning a viral or eye roll. <gasps> so, oh, <if> gentlemen. <laughs> I'm sorry to have cut you off there, Nick. No, I just sir. get so excited to play the theme music. I'm so excited that you uh, that you put it in there. I need to find the script, though. I sure do. That's okay. I'll, Welcome I'll, to I'll, I'll Viral I Roll. Wait, what was it? <laughs> Just play some incidental music, right? Viral All right. Thank you so much. Perfect. Right. Got, good? <laughs> yep, <Okay>. yep, yep, yep. <laughs> That's wonderful. Thank you so Who much, Who gave Greg. this boy a, a I keyboard? I love it. That's perfect. <laughs> This is a little right. extension. Yes, gentlemen, it is time for Viral or Eye Roll, the yeah. game show that exposes fake news in the music industry. Our <gasps> brave contestants, oh. contestants must Shit. guess whether each outrageous story is either. Are you ready, Jay? No. I forgot to pull up. Give me one second. Okay. Get it. Let's go get some more music, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Viral or Eye Roll. Viral Eye Roll. Viral Eye Roll. <laughs> Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. I'm ready. All right, perfect. <laughs> Do it again. Are we gonna? Okay, great. Our brave contestants must guess whether each outrageous story is a legitimate viral sensation or a total fabrication. It's fiction. We made it up. Are you gentlemen ready? <laughs> Let's go. As I say, <clears throat> I've never been ro- more ready for anything in my entire life. Thank okay. You. Okay. It's a Beastie Boys reference, by the way. Good, good. I'm glad to hear it. Um, here we go. First question. <laughs> that's terrific. <laughs> that's, that's great good news. So, so happy to hear it, Jay. Okay. <laughs> On the last day of the first weekend, Frank Ocean delivered his first live show since 2017. He has not released an album since Blonde in 2016. <laughs> well, you know me. I know my Frank Ocean, so... I'm in. Mm. Okay. Locked in. Gregorius. I'm in. Yep. Yep. Okay. Alrighty. And go ahead. Present. Greg oh. says viral. Jay says I roll. This is viral. Oh. oh. You said you knew your friend Koshin. Uh, that was clearly a joke. Yes. Okay. okay. So, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> that was a joke. Okay. <laughs> All right. We got a good. That was a good one. Hey, get it out of our system. Let's get it out of our system. So that okay. so that that happened. That happened. Yeah. Yep. Okay. 
We got Greg one. Why hadn't he been performing since 2017, Nick? He's tired. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> that blonde was took it out of him. Yeah. All right. Next up. Yeah, I don't have I don't have backup stories for a lot of these. <laughs> <I know. things. laughs> All right. Um, those are always the kind of questions that terrify me after I read one of those viral or viral questions. Mm-hmm. Like, well, why not? Uh, yeah, the follow-up. Didn't read the entire article. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, d- I will. I will. As a, as a sidebar here, um, I'll, I'll admit, so many artists I had not heard of were Dude, part of this year's lineup. Same, so many same. artists, it's ridiculous. This year, though, featured a surprise when Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas showed up to perform on stage alongside Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Hmm. Hmm. Would you like me to read that? Read that again? No, I think I got the gist of it. Okay. All right. And three, um. two. One. Jay says I roll, and Greg says I roll. Well, in fact, actually, yeah, this is an I roll. Good job, guys. No, I feel like we wouldn't have heard time. about that. What was even the, if we, uh, even what, what, do, do you know what was wrong about that? Uh, maybe they didn't. Jam they played with, with Frank Labyrinth. Ocean. Phineas wasn't there. Uh, That's it. Uh, just Billy. But just Billy. Just Billy with Labyrinth. Yep. Gotcha. All righty. <laughs> Complete shots in the dark. Some of these, <laughs> right. some of these, no I, idea. I, I, I did my best. I, I did my best to uh, <laughs> to try to tie these into more relevant questions. So let, let's uh, let's see how this it's goes. Okay. Oh boy, I don't even know how to pronounce this. Okay, Jai Paul, J A I J Paul performed mm-hmm. for the first time at Coachella this year, and his bass player was Rocco Palladino, son of session bassist Pino Palladino. Hmm. Rocco Palladino. Rocco Palladino. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. I got both viral. Both correct. Well done, gentlemen. All right. Ooh. I did not know that for a fact. But, uh, Interesting Rocco fact. But this Palladino. Is, this is not actually another part of the question. There is a second person whose name is Palladino, not related at all, in that same band that was on stage. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> How about yep. that? Spell, spell that the same been one. a really move for you to pick that guy. You're welcome. Pino Palladino is the next question. Pino Palladino right. recorded notes with attachments with Blake Mills and featured guest performances by numerous people, one of which was guest of the show, Gabe Noel. This is an actual question? Mm-hmm. So what does this have to do with Coachella? All right. It's got to do with Pino Palladino. Okay. With Blake Mills and with special guest, Gabe Noel. Among other guests on that album. Mm-hmm. Notes with attachments. Okay. Don't get this wrong, guys. Are we ready? I'm ready. Yep, I think so. Okay. Three, two, one. Jay says viral. Greg says viral. I'm sorry, guys. It was it was Sam, the other guy in that in the band that Gabe was with, that was the guest on Notes with Attachments. Not this time. Oh right, Gabe was not. Okay. Oh, thank God I didn't miss it. Stupid, right, 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 stupid, right, right. Stupid, stupid, stupid. No, you know what? We you both got it wrong, safe. Jay. You both fine. played it safe, though. It was Sam Gendel <laughs> was was. No, no, the, you're right. You're absolutely Sam right. Sam Gendel. That, okay. that was clever. That was clever. Yeah. All uh, righty. I've you got You button hooked me. I didn't know you were going to uh, button. Button hooked you. But <laughs> 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 you were going to run, run the you know the post fade. But you know, here's a, here's another one. I mean, you guys, regular paladin pay, over. Pay close attention to this question, okay? Okay. All right. Tickets to the first Coachella festival cost $50, resulting in the concert promoter losing nearly $800,000 for charging too little. All right. 
I'm ready. Three, two, one. Greg says eye roll. Jay says viral. It is, in fact, viral. Yes! We actually had that question before. Except I changed it to the correct answer. Yeah, you changed it. Oh! <laughs> so I learned nothing. Well, no, you got it right. You changed it to the correct answer, so... Yes. If I would have... All I remembered was like a vague, hazy memory of that question. <laughs> yeah, right. me same. I'm like, yeah, I remember that. It must be viral. <laughs> oh, well, I made it true, the true, the true, true one this time. Yeah, Thank last you. last time I said they charged more, and then I added like extra artists that didn't perform there. Um, <laughs> Listeners are going to have to go back in the archives to dig that one up. That's yeah, I think of a year ago. I ain't. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, two two, I think. Actually, I've got three three. Oh, okay. Two three. Tie. I think you both missed one, right? Yes. Gorillas perform. This is at this year's Coachella. Gorillas performed with De La Soul, Thundercat, Slow Tie, and some others. Damon Albarn of the Gorillas drew some unwanted attention uh, a while back when he when a failed attempt at a compliment landed him in hot water with Taylor Swift and her adoring fans. Did Damon mm. Albarn land in hot water mm. by giving a backhanded compliment to Taylor Swift? Okay. All right. Three, two, one. Greg says viral. Jay says eye roll. This is viral. Oh. He was the guy who said she's a great songwriter. Well, she doesn't exactly write all her songs. And then they took the part where he said she doesn't write all her songs and uh -huh. made that the headline. Yeah. Right, and then right, she right. tweeted at him, and then the Swifties went and attacked him. That was that was that guy. But, I remember the gist of that. Again, hazy memory in the back of my mind. The gist of that, but I just thought you were effing with us. Oftentimes. Not this time, though. Not this time. Not this time. Okay. No. Yeah, not this time. No, not this time. Yeah, yeah come on. We need some of this. <laughs> All right. Ready? The other half of the gorillas is an artist named Jamie Hewlett whose most famous previous work was the comic Tank Girl. You're a tricky one, Mr. Klein. Only because you suspect me too much. Hmm. All right, let's get our answers in. How about it? Okay. okay. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Jay says viral. Greg says eye roll. This is correct. This is viral. Ugh. He threw two virals in a row there. That was really the only thing that was holding me off. I knew there was Tank Girl, but I was like, would he screw with the name of the artist? I don't think so. I just think Tank Girl's a long time ago. But it was a long time ago. Yeah, it was like the 90s. Yeah. Yep. Well, like the movie was in the 90s, so you figure the strip was even like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, I, I guess like, those gorillas guys are a little older. I think so, yeah. Boy, this is a back and forth. Back and forth. This is great. We have a tie four to four, and we've got three questions left. So this works. Excellent. All right. Excellent. Okay. Calypso Rose, age 78, made history again this year as the music festival's oldest performer in history. This is the third time that she'd set this record. 78? You said? 78. Okay. I'm ready. All right. Ready? Three, two, one. Jay says, I roll. Greg says, I roll. You are both correct. Not this time. Not it this time. never happened. It never happened. <laughs> she did set the record for the oldest performer. But it, it's the first time. Follow-up question to that one. Calypso that Rose one. Calypso Rose was named Linda Macartha Monica Sandy Lewis by her mother. <laughs> <laughs> I 
who gave her this name as an homage to a respected army general by the name of Douglas MacArthur. What was the name again? Linda MacArthur, Linda MacArthur, <laughs> Linda MacArthur, Monica Sandy Lewis. Wait, I'm sorry, I didn't get quite get that. Linda MacArthur, yeah, Monica Sandy Lewis. <laughs> Linda MacArthur, no, Monica. Linda MacArthur, Monica. MacArthur? MacArthur. MacArthur. Linda MacArthur, Monica Sandy Lewis. I thought you just had a speech impediment or something. I, I didn't understand what was going on. Nope. I thought he was trying to rhyme. Linda MacArthur, Monica Sandy Lewis. Linda MacArthur. Mm-hmm. Okay. Three, two, one. Both say viral, both correct. Boom. <laughs> 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 Linda MacArthur. <laughs> she couldn't go all in. <laughs> just making it MacArthur. Had to make it feminine somehow. I, I guess so. But and but I mean they, again, she had six names. Yeah, uh, five names rather. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I was trying to find some more information about Calypso Rose. Um, yeah. Apparently, a very famous uh, Calypso singer um, who, because of her, they used to have a Calypso King competition, okay. which they renamed Calypso Monarch. Calypso Monarch for her. This is not a question. This is just. This is just uh, some add-on stuff that I found about her, which Viral. is pretty cool. Hmm. Um, all right. So we're at a tie. I've got one more. It's the least impressive question that I brought to the table today. <laughs> so let's see how this goes. Okay. Your Way to final, sell it, Nick. Your final question. Radiohead still has not performed at Coachella. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Both of you say I roll. Both of you are correct. It's fiction. We made it up. <laughs> well done, general, gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> do you want to go find... We did it in a droll. A droll? A droll. Oh, thanks. Right. So. Is that all right? We okay with that? Yeah, it's fine with me. All right. I, I think it, I, I'm Perfect. fine with ending on a draw. Good, good. Yeah. That's a tough one. Honestly, I was just sitting there making Frank Ocean questions, and I was like, "This is this is dumb. Nobody's going to enjoy this." <laughs> I don't know any of the people's names. I'm re- I don't. Frank Ocean, I know a little bit. I listened to Blonde. I gave it. I gave it like one or one and a half spins. One and a half spins. You know, <laughs> it's the classic. No, the I one mean, spin. The one spin for respect, and then the next one is like, no, nah, good. You know, I, I maybe I would go back. I, if did feel at the time like maybe it was ahead of its time. The one before that, Orange was uh, right. Yeah, is that what it's yeah. called. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was dope. I mean, that one has like classic stuff on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say the whole record is classic, but. I, well, I honestly, well, I, I yeah, I don't care about losing or winning this one in particular because it's almost a badge of honor to lose the Coachella edition. <laughs> <laughs> you knew that much about Coachella, dude? Yeah, what? yeah, lame. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I appreciate I, you th- putting this one together, Nick, because I feel your pain on this one. There's a fine line between being clever and entertaining, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, right. Yep. You want to make it a tough game, but you also want to be entertaining for the fans. It's it's tricky. I always feel like when I'm writing them out, like they're gonna get all these. So, yeah. so mm, it always. Nah, you yeah. did excellent work. Excellent right. work. Who, inv- oh, good. who invented this game, by the way? That was you, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's, it's fun to cut you a check every time <laughs> I do it. <laughs> hey, wait a minute! I forgot. <laughs> all right. Anyway, we do owe you. A couple. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah. Moving thank on. Thank you, Nick. Yes, Mr. sir. Mr. Loman. Yes, thank you, Nick. What's going you, on yes. out in Anaheim, buddy? 
Well, I'm no longer in Anaheim, but I was there on Thursday and Friday. But before we talk about oh. that, let's play mm. a track. Okay. Uh, this is actually from the Noise in the Base. Uh, not, is it called Noise? No. From the Basement. That's the name of the series, correct? Mm. Yeah. Nigel mm-hmm. Godrich is a very, very nice uh, YouTube series. Um, have you guys ever heard of the band Squid? I have not. I don't well, think so. Buckle up, Buttercup, because okay. I think you're going to like this. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, it's cool. So, I tell you who that reminds me of: Sleepers. Really? Well, we were like much better. <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, it's funny yeah. that. Uh, yeah, no, that trick that that track when you when you sent it over to me, Greg, I was like, "Is it the baseline?" Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what we're aspiring towards. It's like, but also it, that the name that, of that song is 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 technically untitled. But there was a comment in the YouTube clip that you sent me that. Said they are calling this sevens on their ah. set list, which is the name of the no, 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 no. So. I, I don't. It's actually called swing, comma, a swing parentheses oh. in a dream. That's okay. the name of it. My bad. So they've now Excellent. they've now released that song. Okay, so what we just heard was a live recording from a while back. Okay, um, and it was called yes, exactly, untitled, and perhaps perhaps that they did change it to what you just described. But I know that it sounded like like they had it written down on a set list that somebody grabbed. And they right didn't have a name for it, so they just said, well, the song's in the sevens, so we're going to call it, call it sevens. So now it's called Swing, and then parentheses, In a Dream, and it is the opening track on their album, Oh Monolith, which comes out in September. Nice. And so far, it's the only track you can hear. <clears throat> nice. So, awesome. I really did yeah, that. That was really cool. I definitely think, though, too, I, I, I mean, it was one of those things I didn't know which section of the song to pick mm-hmm. because I was like, well, the intro's dope. The outro, the, you know, the end is like, it's just a, you know, they roll, they roll, they loop, they loop. You know what I mean? Yeah. To, to, to pick one so. minute. Right, But right. you pick the Johnny Greenwood Radiohead guitar part in there. Yes, and they're very, yeah, obviously you hear that. Yeah. You know, like if Radiohead were like, we're dropping a new song and it sounded like that, I oh. wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> think twice. What's cool right. is the drummer is the vocalist. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, in any case, go check out Squid. Uh, let me get into this uh, Nam business. Yeah. Um, yeah what's the, what's the word, man? Along. 
So um, I, I also feel like just before you get into it, Greg, uh-oh. of course, the last couple times that we've discussed Nam, we haven't really described what it is. Okay. <laughs> so, no, 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 no. I can, I can definitely do if that. You could. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. All right. So basically, what the hell Nam. Is Nam. Yeah. What the hell is Nam? So Nam is spelled N A M M. It stands for National Association of Music Merchants, and it's basically a massive trade show at a convention center in Anaheim. Right. But it's all the musical instruments. So it's all the companies that make musical instruments that bring their newest stuff. And along with that new stuff comes the artists that endorse them. Some of whom are like contractually obliged to make an appearance at this right. trade show where a ton of deals happen, right? And a ton of cool performances and a ton of cool hangs. Because as you can imagine, you have the president of Taylor Guitars. And then you have, you know, it's like, oh, we're having a performance with, you know, Johnny Resnick of the Goo Goo Dolls. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and like, just like random people. It's like, it's not like you, people don't necessarily go there to like see or hear specific people but as you walk around and you start to recognize people from bands that you know it's just kind of like that that to me has always been the cool experience Mm -hmm. sure Uh, sure. you know because if you go to a music festival and you start to be like oh that's the guy from so-and-so and and that's the chick from so-and-so and and, oh that's blah 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 oh look over here there's uh you know the korg display and you can go up and try stuff Right. You right. know what I mean? You can try yeah. pretty much anything. Um so in a way it's a it's a trade show. In a way it's it's like a I guess like kind of a festival in a, in that sense because there's lots of performances happening outside and tons of performances happening inside and demos as we call them like kind of these mini performances where like you'll have like the guitarist from Deftones or something test showing everybody how his new signature pickup on his guitar what right. it sounds like. Right. So they put him with a backing track and you can kind of watch him play and then you can like take a photo with him if you want. You know what I mean? It's like, it's that kind of stuff. But then, yeah. you, you know, I've seen people like Danny Carey walking around at Nam, you know? And, you know, from Tool, like the, the drummer. Uh-huh. The people who are like, people who, you know, we've brought up on this show 30, 40, 50 times. Yep. You know, yep. like people that you know, like if, right. if you guys were walking around. Now, if you were just a casual music fan, you would walk around this place and probably not recognize that much you know what i mean mm-hmm. not realize um, you're surrounded by all these <laughs> yeah but but yeah but meanwhile you're actually <clears throat> surrounded by tons of, like many luminaries in the industry right right okay and sometimes it'll be like seymour duncan like the guy seymour right you know <laughs> mr. What I mean? like, yeah. yeah mr duncan you know and this is like you know again this is a company called seymour duncan they make guitar pickups mm-hmm. yeah and it's funny when you walk past someone like you know, one time I walked past Duff McKagan, like the bassist from Guns N' Roses. <laughs> and it's like, Duff. You know, it just says Duff on his <laughs> name tag. <laughs> you know? So mm. it's that kind of thing, you know. And uh, good uh, good friend of the show, Keith, mm-hmm. you know, he... Uh, Keith Grasso, yeah. Yeah, Keith Grasso. He, you know, as a as the um, owner of a music shop, mm-hmm. has gone to NAMM many times to arrange deals for different companies and have meetings. You know, so that's a lot of it. But you know, for for musicians, it's it's also just a great way to network, for everybody yeah. network to network. Yeah. And it's it has a sense. I've I've loved it. Um, I've, the first time I went was about six or seven years six years ago. Um, it got screwed up because of the 
uh, pandemic, and I think that ultimately they missed one year, and so I think this is my fifth one, okay. can I say? Um, but I used to work for a company called uh, D'Angelico Guitars, and I still, I'll still work for them again in the future, I'm sure, but uh, back when they were actually going to NAMM and displaying, which, mm-hmm. by the way, some of the bigger companies, as we coming out of the pandemic, have decided not to do because it costs so much money. Right. Um, you know, so anyway, I used to work for this guitar company that would put get this entire room, not just a booth, mm-hmm. but like a whole room with a stage, and I would help them take care of all that. And it was great. Nowadays, you know, the, 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 this, this latest NAM that just happened and the one before are definitely on a smaller scale. Like we don't have Fender. You don't have Gibson. Right. Okay. Right, you right. don't have some of the <clears throat> giants of the industry because, again, when they can't, if they do it, they have to do it right. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that pre-pandemic, if when you got to that Fender room, it's like, and like a modern art museum. You, you know, you <laughs> sure. go in there sure. and you just be like, oh my! Like the lighting was perfect. You know, it was very like minimal. It was mm-hmm. gorgeous. You know, and uh, and you would see all the beautiful new guitars they were making. Um, Gibson's was insane. You had like a like a luthier, like you know, right there, just like chiseling away at a, you know, at a guitar, just just for, for wow. the hell of it. You know, wow. they made they made Ken pick up pack up his shop and like yeah. come down to Anaheim mm-hmm. for the weekend, right? But and I'm so, right in the you, middle of fretting this three thirty five. Yeah, Ken, you're coming with us. Yeah, okay. They have a they, they had like a Les Paul from every every year, lined up. You know, like 1959, 1960, 1961, yeah, so on up till you know. And then meanwhile, wow. as this is as you're walking around, like the guy from Cheap Trick or whatever is getting interviewed, you know, in the middle of the room, <laughs> or whatever his name is, uh, Rick something. Rick, I think Rick Nielsen. Rick Nielsen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just kind of like, oh, that's the guy from Cheap Trick. Like you know, if if you know, like you guys would know. Jay, yeah, I know right. you would know. Jay, Jay would be like, don't do some of them. Yeah. Nick, 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 definitely you. And you would you would go hang out in the drums in the drum section. Now, the drum section is definite loud. <laughs> it's, yeah. def- <laughs> it's kind of horrible. I mean, I, you know, it's interesting to see, but it's just just awful. every parent with a toddler. <laughs> yeah, and you have like these guys that are trying to like, you know, yeah, like like you know, they like show off their chops, and then they're like battling against like the other guy trying to you know, it's just like <laughs> but um i want to give a shout out to a, a few companies here uh, axis percussion so uh axis percussion has been helping our friend dom from the resilient oh triple okay. amputee drummer with uh yeah, that's right with his new uh pedals mm-hmm. he's, they're helping him make these badass new uh, uh bass drum pedals so um, that was somebody that we hung out with, uh, Zed. Nice. Uh, from Axis, shout out. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Ludwig, my friend Dave Nelson. Uh, he actually won, uh, they, they won best in show for one of their drum sets. Um, oh, wow. Dave Nelson was actually Pete Koopman's, uh, from, the, from the Red Knot Chili Peppers, is uh, his uh, band uh, teacher. We want Chili yes. Willie! Exactly. We I saw your eyes flicker. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's how I know Dave is that Pete introduced me. He's like, this is my old uh, band director. He actually works for Ludwig now as an artist rep. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. You know, and so, um, which is amazing. And the yeah. drums are awesome. And obviously it's Ludwig. It's like, can't, mm-hmm. you know, John Bonham. I mean, come on. So what, what brought you out to the show this year? How did you get in? I just, look, anybody can just get in right now. 
Um, you just you can just show up. There's no light. You just you have to in. get a badge ahead of time, but there with like with a reasonable fee, um, and uh, so that's what I did because again I wasn't working. Anybody who I would be like fully endorsed by wasn't displaying this year, mm-hmm. you know. But when I got there, High Watt was there. It was cool to see High Watt, um, mm-hmm. and uh, so High Watt amps. Um, and one of the one of the things that that was inter- that was you know, kind of noteworthy, and I sent you guys a little photo, is uh, as I was walking by the Casio <laughs> display. Casio. The watch display, I saw, yeah. I, saw, I saw a bunch of phones up in the air, a bunch of people, you know, like a crowd, and I started noticing security guards, and I was like, I was like okay, somebody, somebody uh, very famous is over there. And, but it was only like, you know, 40 people. It wasn't like hundreds, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like a small cluster, and I'm like, is that, is that Stevie? Yeah, because he's, <laughs> he's Stevie, notorious. And Stevie puts his nose up in the air yeah. and says, is that Greg? <laughs> is that Loman? Is that, <laughs> is that I, knew I, I knew I smelled that French funk. <laughs> <laughs> this is not your first run-in with Stevie Wonder. No, it's man. not. It's not. Um, and so I kind of knew the drill that, like, you know, he just, as he goes around Nam, there's just like this, you know, cadre. Yeah. Yeah. As you can imagine, I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome to see him in person, you know, just mm-hmm. like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like living legend, you know, but he goes through Nam and he tries stuff out. And, and he was demoing at the Casio booth or he was just trying stuff just out? Just trying stuff out. It's not, it's not oh, like nice. some, you know, like, oh, Stevie Wonder will perform at two o'clock. You know, it's, it's totally yeah, he loves random. This stuff, right? Yeah. Like he loves like the new tech. And what's funny is that there's people who have been to Nam like ten times and are like, I never see Stevie Wonder. You know, <laughs> somehow, <laughs> so, somehow I got you know I got to see him twice. The stars know. are drawn to you. This is true. Right. I, yeah, I just happened right place, right time. You know, always. Now I was putting in a lot of steps. I was putting like twenty thousand steps in a day. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, and I went for two days. Um, oh yeah. So anyway, I, I don't want to go on and on and on. I've I've I would absolutely encourage anybody who's really, especially if you're really into musical equipment. So consider, Ding. yeah, I mean, Jay, oh my God, you guys, you guys should really, I know I say this every time next year, it it's going to be next year. It's going to be in happen. January. There's a rumor that they might end it, but I don't believe it. I don't think, I don't think that's going to happen. Not if we show up though. No, 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 no. But I would, Thanks, sir, I would definitely, uh, uh, what know. was, what was the most surprising thing you, you saw this? Like what, I don't know. What's something that was like, holy crap, that's amazing. I didn't know that was coming. Uh, Seymour Duncan has released a new pickup that, is programmable by Bluetooth. Huh. What is so that? A, mean? So, okay, so a guitar pickup, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put it. In, apparently, you can like twenty different op- like instead of having to like resolder stuff, mm-hmm. right, you can like right, actually right. like flip the phase and stuff with like a Bluetooth with an app. <laughs> Does that make sense? And get different sounds out of it, right? Yes, yeah. to get yeah. different sounds. Yeah. It's like it, okay. it, imagine. Is it like an emulator? But it's not, right? Because you're no, I mean, because it's actually like I think it's actually chained. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's an emulator. It's it's, it's doing it, some stuff to the current. Yeah, right. Jay, what do you think? Uh, I'm withholding comment because I have really bad experiences with Bluetooth stuff. And musical equipment. I I, so. I I I just think that that was. I just think it's. But it's me. a really cool idea. <laughs> it's a really cool idea. No, I, I I could I could see that, but and I'm not like suddenly like oh my god I want that because I'm not that type of like I don't need every option. You know, it's like give right, me like right. three solid ones and I'll pick one and then just go make music. Like I'm not trying to sit there yeah. and dilly dally all day. Yeah. You know. Right. 
Um, however, I just think that th- that was interesting because again, pickups are a pain in the ass to like modify. Yes. yes. So imagine like let's say you like pickups are a fancy word of saying like kind of like guitar microphones, right? Mm-hmm. Jay, sure. you can say that. Sure. So yeah. imagine if you had a microphone where if you like if you were able to modify things inside but you had to like rip it apart every time Mm -hmm. you know but now imagine that you could control that with an app right you know just to get different sounds you know and right i just think it's pretty interesting you know like it's a cool idea you know there there was that gibson guitar that could like tune itself i don't know if you ever saw that (laughs) okay that did not catch on (laughs) That did not catch on. I mean, that's classic. I mean, that's classic Gibson. And that's 2014. This was like, this is, Gibson was like in like this financial like nadir. Like they were going down the tubes and they were like, we're going to save our company. We're putting RoboTune on every single one of our new guitars that comes out of the shop. And nobody wanted it. There was something that no one wanted. Did it work? (laughs) I mean... The thing about it is that you want to you want to tune with you want control over that. You gotta you, you yeah. know if you if you're really playing music, you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it's you a gotta, gimmick at best. Yeah, and yeah. for them to put it on their entire product line was just the dumbest thing for any company to do. It's, it's amazing still, that still they around. rebounded from. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get Keith on the show and he'll talk for an hour about the RoboTune debacle. Something. We had a lot of stuff. To yeah, the, the other thing that was interesting <laughs> was, and I don't have the card here from the guy, but um, my buddy Miles Sean, um, okay, is a great player, great guy. Just, just, just for some re- for some reference, he's the son of uh, Neil Sean from Journey. I was about to make that joke, but then yeah. I felt it was out of taste if that wasn't right. <laughs> no, no, and and, um, <laughs> and but the point is that. Um, he's a great player in his own right. Um, fantastic guy. He's actually subbed for me in the Red Knots. And oh, nice. um, he was demoing, I think it was like Korea guitars, but this it's like a, it's an electric guitar. It folds. Oh, I saw yeah. that video that yeah, you posted. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's, crazy. that's Miles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can actually see the resemblance pretty well. Um, but like, so it's an electric guitar. And you like flip this latch behind it, and the strings get loose, and you can just fold it in half and bring it with you to it. And you just go bloop, and it comes back. And then, you know, you can shred on it. I mean, I tried it myself. It was great. Felt wow. felt nice. That's yeah. awesome. Um, it's a lot of moving parts. Yeah, you know. Um, that's but doesn't bust. collect. But does it connect to Bluetooth? Uh, again, that I realize that's a gimmick, but um, <laughs> but it is interesting, you know. <laughs> Um, it is no that that is really cool, right? And I, as soon as I saw that video, I was like, "That is a cool idea for a travel guitar." Yes, exactly. The other thing is, I tried a nine-string guitar, a Legator guitar, uh, mm. n- a nine-string. That was dope. Real, you know, not too flubby because it's got the fan frets. You know, it's got a, the appropriate scale length. There you go. So that was pretty cool. Um, for those times when eight strings are not enough. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, eventually. <laughs> 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 yeah. Anyway, so anyway, I, I don't have too much more to report. It was it was a good time. It was a good hang. Got to see a lot of friends, um, a lot of different cats from, you know, all all around the globe. 
come out for this thing. Nice. Um, definitely a lot of yeah, Nick. I yeah. think I think next January we got to make a trip. We got to make a trip. We got to make some. You should check it let's, out. T-shirts. Let's consider We're it. Go down there. Let's consider it because yeah. you know, guys. Yelling, yeah, we got to name it. We got to name it up. The, I, 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 I mean, I would, I would love. You it. would, I would too. You would, you guys would lose your mind. Like it, it's so fun. <laughs> like I lost my mind the first time. You know, and then the, and then the second time I was like, I'm not gonna lose my mind again, and I did, and I did, I <laughs> lost, lost it again. It's not gonna happen. Like, oh my god! My first two nams, I could not believe what was happening. I mean, my first nam, I got drunk with Kurt Rosenwinkel. Oh my goodness! You know, like, and we were like <laughs> laughing and like high fiving. You know, like, like to get yeah. like, it was me, him, and like two other people, and we hung out for hours. And I was like, what nice. is happening here? You know, <laughs> and where else would this ever happen? Because if you were at a, if you were at a show with him, he would be mobbed. Mm-hmm. But sure. because it's Nam, it's like not that big of a deal. I saw, you know, I I was hanging out with Victor Wooten. Uh, nice. You know, he was demoing uh, my friend Steve Freeman's um, new software for uh, jamming in real time. Which I know, Nick, you're super interested in that. It's I need real, to get the details in this. Real-time audio. It's like you get a modem. It's like, like the, you you buy a modem. Dial-up? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, you have to have a certain... The company actually speed. comes out and digs a fiber optic line. Yeah, right to your house. No, but so Victor yeah. Wooten was jamming at the booth with people who were like thousands of miles away like uh, to demo it. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. Really? Mm. Really? Yeah. So that's the kind of thing. It's like, and and honestly, like if you okay, you might not be into like guitars, or whatever. You know, maybe you like slightly interested, but in Nick's case, like you're more into drums. I mean, let's just be real. Like you're you're more yeah, into drums, into audio, drums. Yes. Yeah. And then there's the whole pro audio section, where yeah. I was like, I got to mix on a complete API board. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean? like like they're top of the line, and they just have mm-hmm. a track playing. You can sit down and just mix stuff. You know what I mean, and so nice. and Dom yeah. was there, so, so D- Dom and I were just like, oh cool, yeah, we were we were rolling around together and t- trying stuff out, yeah, whatever, yeah, it's endless. Every, we're going next year. You guys got to go, next year. man. I'm telling you, like, we're going. Next you'll year. we're gonna figure it out. And listen, I'm here, and you know we can make it happen. We get to it's hang just out a with couple Loman. days. Loman knows, and people. then you get a free base at the end. Is that what happens? <laughs> no, the free base that came from just walking around. <laughs> There's just some dude on the street. Yeah, that's a different story. <laughs> Um, but yeah, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm serious. I think that if for, a, it's not two weeks, it's, it's a weekend. Mm. We yeah. can make it happen. We What's can, the date? Definitely. Huh? Deadline? What's the date? No, it's, you said it's January. When do they announce? Usually it's, usually they do late January. So, and I guarantee you that the, that the next one will be a great one to go to. I can guarantee well, you that. If you're, we'll if you're gonna guarantee it, I do because I think that that's the one where the some of the major players I'll are gonna send come you some back. Paperwork to sign. That's, that's some of the major players are gonna come back for this one. Yeah, I think that right. I'm not just gonna spend two days in the Fender booth if they're back. I think that they were um, they were contemplating coming back. So it, the whole timing of it's been screwed up. Normally it's in January. Last year's was in June. This one was in April. But now they're gonna be back to January. Mm-hmm. So it's only in a couple months, you know. I mean, well, a couple months, eight months, right? Something like that. But what, do you know when they'll announce that that actual exactly. date? Like, when we uh, know probably short. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll get the details later. We'll okay. figure it out. All right. We'll be there. What you got we'll something to talk about, Jay? Well, yeah. Oh, okay. January twenty yeah, fifth to twenty eighth. About Sorry about that. January twenty fifth to twenty. I was excited about our LA trip. <sighs> All right. All right. Well, thank you, Greg. I appreciate that, and I live vicariously through you yet for another week. Well, because I've always wanted to go to the NAMM show. Let's make it happen, man. We're in our 40s, goddammit. You got it. 
right. <laughs> <laughs> Not too many chances left. All right, gentlemen, it is with uh, a heavy heart that I do announce that one of our jazz brethren has passed away uh, this past week, Mr. Ahmad Jamal, a fantastic jazz piano player, passed away at the age of 92 this past week, died from prostate cancer. Um, he's one of my favorite jazz piano players. Really? Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I really, really dig his style. He He's not like a, a real flashy player ever. Mm-hmm. He's more sparse. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the, the kind of his claim to fame was kind of being one of the progenitors of quote-unquote cool jazz. And I know that's a real loose concept, but, you know, as opposed to being like a flashy bebop player, he played more block chords and and relied more on silence and, you know, the notes between the notes, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and he always played with this uh, this trio. And I love a good piano jazz trio. Oh, yeah. Just piano, bass, and drums. Right? Something really neat about that. So I wanted to play a couple tracks from his. Um, if, if you guys have anything that you want to add, please feel free. Sure. Um, Will do. Guiding Light. This, this, this track is... Um, it's a an interpretation. This is one of his most famous tracks. It's called Poinciana. It's a standard, and it's off this album that I have back here, uh, the Ahmad Jamal Trio at the Pershing, but not for me. This came out in 1958, and this is a really big deal at the time. It it stayed on the charts for like something like seven weeks. Um, mm, wow. Yeah, it was a really big deal at the time, 1958, and kind of ushered in a new sound for jazz. Um, this is a really cool recording. You can hear like the waitresses and the waiters like mm-hmm. talking in the background. Um, cool. Cool recording. Check this out. Yeah, that that kind of highlights some of his musical approach. Real, real dense block chords, mm-hmm. a really wide dynamic range, and um, a use of a really big use of silence. Just a couple quotes from other musicians who had beautiful things to say about Ahmad Jamal. Um, Christian McBride uh, wrote, "Mr. Jamal was always someone who left me completely starstruck." I've stood in a room with him numerous times and have never had the guts to say hello. Mm, wow. His vibe was just too regal. Mm-hmm. 
I could relate to that. <laughs> and then uh, a guy named Miles Davis, you guys might have <laughs> heard of before, um, he became cro- close friends with, with Ahmad and recorded a bunch of his compositions. His famous quote about Jamal was, all of my inspiration comes from Ahmad Jamal. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty high praise. Yeah. Um, he ge- began playing piano at the ripe old age of three. Okay. And uh, was a prodigy and started playing out and uh, playing in clubs pretty soon, um, playing what he called American classical music. That, that mm-hmm. was his term for jazz. Yeah. Huh. American classical uh, music. I, I remember that sticking with me when I heard that. Yeah. You know? Because it's like, what what could you point to? I suppose, uh, again, I'm not, I'm not a big classical guy. Leonard Bernstein? Is it, Ragtime? Uh, like, what, what could be considered American classical music? That that that, that, that could be a, dis- a, yeah. a discussion for another show. But like, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, it, you it's, got me on that one. Yeah, I'm I'm saying ragtime. That's my that's my that's what I'm throwing out there. You know, who's the guy that wrote the? Trying to be. No, no. That's the only American composer I can think of at the moment, and I can't even think of his name. So yeah, point taken. But I do think that again, that's a great way of also of elevating quote-unquote jazz music mm-hmm. you know, yeah because to, to, to the sort of like relevance uh you know or to this to the level of classical music you know right which is just right. um you know, th- this no, is no no i think it's a great quote and it's a cool way to think about it it is yeah he had a couple great albums the awakening is a great album that came out in the 70s um 1970 actually the the akman jamal trio mm-hmm. did that and uh, but one of my favorite albums of his is a live album from 1971. This is him at the Montreux Jazz Festival, mm. and uh, this is playing a song called "Dolphin Dance." Check this out. <laughs> Good stuff. Aaron Copeland is the composer. That's it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm. And I found that out by looking up the Beef It's What's For Dinner song composer. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember those back at those commercials? Yeah. Oh my God. It's What's For Dinner. (laughs) That's American classical music right there. Yes. (laughs) 
I like I like the jazz. Yeah, jazz exactly. as American yeah, classical music better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So one more. I know we're running late on time, but uh, this is one of my favorite jazz standards of all time. And Nick, I know it's one of yours as well. Stolen Moments. Mm, yeah. Oliver Nelson. Yeah. Um, this is a great interpretation of it. Uh, this is off of his, the album I was just talking about, uh, The Awakening from 1970. This is a beautiful take on it. Um, and I'm going to kind of fast forward. This is the second time through the head, and then it goes into his first solo and just listen to the way he approaches this solo it's just just all chord stabs and just so different than you would expect Uh, but i love it check it out radical guy pretty awesome guy um Indeed. just one of the coolest guys in jazz and he will definitely be missed mr Akhmad. yeah i mean he made it to 92 that's yeah. yeah that's wild i i gotta say i actually have enjoyed listening to his music over the years um and i used to i actually met somebody who used to work at blues alley in dc mm-hmm. and uh he was always telling saying like that's the guy um, <laughs> that was the guy. Yeah, and he used to play every New Year's at Blues Alley, like in the, oh, yeah? in the nineties. Nice. Um, wow. But yeah, I also I go back to these old, early recordings of him. I li- I love listening to him. I love listening to the standards. It's not quite as well, I want to say like emotional to me as like listening to Bill Evans, but it's close. He's all, mm. like Bill Evans t- totally drew inspiration from him right, right. and yeah. uh and that style i mean like all of the great jazz piano trios probably borrowed something from jamal you know and yeah yeah um i i would say that now that in his passing it's kind of like oh my god like what here's you know because he, he doesn't sound like thelonious monk but i guess they were contemporaries they were contemporaries it's incredible really? to think about yeah. yeah i mean that's how old he was this guy started early i mean that like yeah. this album 
back here is 58. Yeah. And that was like his second or third album. So he was in he was in deep early. Okay. So I guess that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Cool, man. I mean, you know, Thank it, you for it, that. It, he made it to 92. That's not bad. So, not at all. Not bad. Some no. of these guys, you know, some of these guys didn't make it to 25. Yeah. And was still playing. Still playing up until a couple of years ago. And so many albums. I mean, holy yeah. smokes. Yeah. If you haven't if you haven't dug in, I mean, the those classic albums, I mean, they're great, but he's got a lot of stuff to pull from. Also, so, he, he he's interesting yeah, in, in the sense he didn't I don't I mean, unless I maybe I don't know about any some kind of experimental phase, but as far as I know, he pretty he held on pretty tightly to the traditional jazz sound. He didn't like go pretty off the straight, rails. Pretty straight, most of it. Yeah, he, yeah I don't exactly. think. Yeah, he doesn't have no. some like whack, you know, fusion album. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean that that Montreux jazz album that I was playing the second clip came from. Like, there's like some like he was definitely taking some of the spirit of the time. Yeah. Like there was kind of some Coltrane moments, but it's well, it's yeah, all pretty a, traditional uh, yeah. cool jazz pretty much the whole way through. And you got you got Which is probably why I like him so much. <laughs> right. Well and then but there's a lot to be said for that, for holding on to your guns for you know, that whole yeah. time. Absolutely. Very cool, man. Well, and that's what we do too. We're holding on to our guns. Yeah. We ain't got nothing else to go on to. That's true. So in the meantime, Greg, why don't you tell the fine folks how to get in touch with us should they choose to do so? You can find us online at youshouldcheckitout.com. You can send us an email at ysciopodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on social media on Facebook and Instagram. Our Twitter handle is at shouldcheck, even though we never tweet. Mm. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever podcasts are heard. Leave a review, and as always, tell a friend, you should check it out. Please do. You should check it out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, boys. This was a great time. It sure was. Always. Always. How about we come back and do it again next week? That nah. is the plan. All right, fine. Uh-oh. No? <laughs> oh, Greg? All right. Have we convinced you? Fine. Do it one more week. One, one more right, week. Right, right. Give it another keep, try. We'll get it next week. All right. Be good. All right. We'll, yeah. we'll try it. <laughs> hey, mark, mark your calendars, right, though, okay? T- January 25th Man. to 28th. That's the next. That's oh, 2024. That yeah. Oh, we got a date. Okay. They've announced, they announced 24. Yeah. You got it, buddy. You got it. We'll make this happen. We'll we'll try to make this happen. Sweet. All right, boys. See you back here next week. Peace. See you.